Hi guys, welcome back to Mondays with Mon. I am your host, Monica Mazevsky, and we are back today for another episode. An exciting episode because I am joined by my friend Kaylee, and we're going to be talking a little bit about business, life, Kaylee's job, and the wedding industry, and all of that fun stuff. So I guess we'll just get straight into it. Welcome, Kaylee. Hi, everyone. I'm Kaylee. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. Introduce yourself. Tell us a bit about you. Um, I'm 24. Just turned 24. Yes, yesterday. Just yesterday, very fresh. I'm 24. I'm a do wedding. I, I do wedding and event planning and, and styling. So I'm in the wedding industry. I've been in it for just over five years now. Um, yeah, based in Sydney. That's pretty much it. So Kaylee and I met. Kaylee's actually one of my clients for eyebrows. And I guess we just met each other kind of through Instagram and through the industry as well, you would say. We followed yeah. each other as well. Um, and yeah, now she's my client and now I would say she's a good friend. Yes, definitely. Um, so let's talk a bit about you, Kaylee. Mm-hmm. So you are an event stylist. Yep. Planner, stylist, the works. Yeah. And how long you say, did you say you've been doing that for? Five years? Yeah, just over five years. This April was five years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yes, I saw that. The big yeah. celebration. Yeah. So you were working full time for majority of that time? Yeah. So I've always had like a office job or a full time job outside of, you know, my wedding and event planning. Um up until March this year, I kind of bit the bullet and just made an impulsive decision to leave. I couldn't do it anymore. It was too much being in an office from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day. I was taking time away from my clients and and me time and my family. And yeah, I think I was just burning myself out a lot. So at the moment, um, my business is my priority. Um, and I'm also just freelancing for a few other people in the industry as well. That's so good. Mm. Would you say it was very risky and scary? It was. It was. And it was on my mind for a very long time. Um, you know when you're thinking about something for so long, yeah. you've got to do it, right? Yeah. I, it was on my mind for a very long time. I was working in a toxic environment um, and it just wasn't good for me and wasn't good for my health. And yeah, literally one day I was like, that's it, I can't do it anymore. Handed in my resignation and it was perfect timing. Never so. looked back on. No. <laughs> Did <laughs> COVID not. affect you much with your um, wedding planning per se? Yeah, definitely. I think it affected every everybody. Um, I've got one more postponed wedding coming up um, in the next month. I, I did have about three weddings postponed and a few other smaller events. It was definitely like a time to reflect. And I think that time helped me with making the decision of leaving my full-time job. For sure. Um, but I, I think it's also brought people back to the reason of why they're getting married. 100%. And why they're having their wedding because they're marrying someone they love. So I think that's something positive out of all the negative. I say that all the time. One of my pet hates is when my brides will say, I just want this to be over with. Yeah. I hate that. Because it's sad. It's so sad. Hang on a minute. 
Why? Yeah. Why? Because you're planning a wedding and it's stressful. But yeah. why is it stressful? Yeah. I don't... Because it's all... It all comes down to, like... For me, the way I see it, it all comes down to, like, the big Instagram wedding and keeping up with the Joneses. Mm. And you stress yourself out for all the little things that just yeah. don't matter. Yeah. And you forget why you're doing this That's in the right. first place. And it's so sad. It's sad to hear. And I always try and... Whenever I hear that, I always try and take a step back and I'm like, guys, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean you want to, you can't wait till it's over? This is supposed to be one of the happiest days of your lives. That's right. I totally agree. (laughs) Okay. So I want to ask you a few questions. Mm -hmm. Um, How did you get into event styling and planning? Um, So I was, oh, how old was I? I think I was 15. I was 15. I was in year 11 um, at high school. It was just when Instagram had sort of started I decided to create um like a bridal blog on Instagram I knew weddings was <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah go That's on all right. um I knew that weddings was something I wanted to get into like obviously being of Macedonian background I was around so many weddings all the time going to weddings I loved it I loved the bride I loved everything um and I was watching all the shows on TV. Like, even from watching My Sweet 16 on MTV, I loved the events side of it. Like, I didn't care what the girls were wearing. Like, I loved how the party looked. So, Mm. I knew it was something I wanted to get into. So, I created, like, a bridal blog on Instagram. I didn't know that. Yeah, to get Mm. my foot in the door. It was called Bride Business. It's another business now. Like, someone else has, like, taken the name on Instagram. So, it's... um, totally different if you look it up but yeah so I created that I had it for about two and a half years and it got hacked and deleted at about 90,000 followers all, oh what the yeah. hell I did not know yeah. that yeah and it, it was all organic followers too like not paid like it was all totally organic so I was doing that while I was doing my HSC I was like invited to all these events and I was going I went to an event the night before my trial like my HSC trials I even went, it was at Dalton House, Jones Bay, and I was, like, in awe of, like, some of the people there, and now I'm good friends with them in the industry, so it was, It's yeah, very important it to make funny. friends with people yes. in the industry and network. 100%. Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, and then from there, when it got hacked and deleted, I didn't really mind. So it got hacked and deleted? What the hell? Well, it got hacked. Um, it, it's pretty funny. It. The person that hacked it was like a DJ or something or some sort of spam account. So they were slowly deleting all of my posts and uploading like videos of raves and festivals. <laughs> and they changed the name of it to, like uh, I, probably, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. But anyways, they changed the name, the Instagram name. <laughs> and Instagram wasn't that big at this time. Like I don't think there was an office in Sydney. So I tried to email them. No one was coming back to me and I thought, oh, whatever, like it's gone. That's it, you know. How does something like that even get yeah. hacked? Because yeah. you hear about this all yeah. the time. And then they had changed my email password and everything. So I couldn't get it back. I Your just... email got hacked too. Yeah, because I had the same password. Fuck. So that is a note to self, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure that your yeah. email password is different. is different to your socials and yeah. different to your net bank and different to everything. everything. Yeah, that's right. And um, so I just kept reporting it and it got deleted, obviously, because I didn't want people going on my tag and then seeing this page. Oh, you God, know? no. This so, random DJ page. <laughs> it was the most bizarre thing, I swear. 
Um, yeah. And anyways, I didn't mind. Like I accepted it. I moved on because I'd met everyone. I was working for a few people in the industry. Um, I met my very good, like now friend, Noel Nassar. Um, yeah, it was just, I was kind of just going, Isn't going with the really flow. young also? No. He's, yeah, how old is he? He had a 40th last oh, year. Oh, he's not young. Why did I think well, he's he Well, he is. That's a 40 but he's young. older compared to us. He's no. going to kill me when he hears Obviously, this. Obviously, yeah. thought he's young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I thought he was our age. No. I don't no. know why I was under that yeah. impression. Yeah, so oh. um, I met him, who I'm, yeah, very good friends with now. He's That's awesome. literally part of my family. Um, yeah, and I was working for people in the industry while I was also working at Macca's. <laughs> and then I left Macca's, I went to Victoria's Secret, and I would do like a 6 a.m. shift to 2, 3 p.m., and then I would go work at weddings in the afternoon, oh, or vice gosh. versa, like... Yeah, I was that's working two, lot. three jobs for a few years and now I'm here, so. And that's what we call working your way up. Yeah. I love that story. Yes. Mate, I'm learning new things about you. Yeah. <laughs> so, some random questions that I'm going to throw mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. What is the cost of an average Sydney wedding or event? I guess weddings and events are different. Like yes. Obviously, weddings are going to be more expensive. But all right, we'll do separate. Well, we'll it, do... it depends. Some, I mean, some uh, uh, christenings got... and other events these days, people spend more on those than we got some average person's people. wedding. Yeah, so that's kind of a hard question to answer because it really, really varies, honestly. Like, um, I've worked on event budgets where they spent, 25 grand on styling for a special event not a wedding and then i've worked on weddings where the budget for the full day has been between eighty thousand up to probably three four hundred thousand plus so it honestly very like it really varies it's yeah what's the most expensive budget you've worked with I probably I can't say. Oh, like it's too much. I I I wouldn't want to say. Fair. Yeah. So like it's really high. Then I'm gonna. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to say. Yeah. Totally fine. Look, job. there's there's definitely like I I haven't done any. There's so many weddings out there that I obviously haven't done that they've spent more. So. Oh yeah, yeah. mate. I think anyone that has Instagram can see that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. There was one in um just recently. In another country, no, not in another country, in another like state, state um, that they spent, I think the budget was like millions by someone yeah. was saying, mm-hmm. crazy. So what sort of services do you offer? So with the weddings, it's your full end-to-end wedding planning and then your, um, and your styling. So the difference with that would be your planning is literally every, like... And to end planning, so I would go and organize every supplier for the wedding. That's typically 30 to 40 suppliers. So from your hair to your dress to your makeup to the cars, venue, all the styling elements. So you do all that everything. on behalf of yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like the project manager, let's just say, you know, I'm organizing everyone, all the suppliers. Um, and then with the styling, that's pretty much just like the aesthetic of the wedding. So the reception only if that makes sense so just the decor and how it looks that's what i'm pretty much organizing in a nutshell um and then with the events same thing the event planning or the event styling depending on the scale of the event 
do the the um, clients usually pick the vendors or do you usually have people that you like to work with? Yeah, it depends. So everyone, yeah, you know how like everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got a mate or I've got a friend, I've got a... Yeah, yeah. so you're always going to find that in every industry. Everyone always knows someone. That they Everyone somehow knows the owner of every wedding reception <laughs> in Sydney. Um, which it's a very small world. They say seven degrees of separation. So I, I totally get it. Um, I do, I am open to working with suppliers. My, my clients want to, um, but only if it's, it suits what they want and their budget, obviously, um, they can come to me and say, Hey, I want to use this person, but like with them giving me the budget they've given me, I'll just know, like, no, it's not feasible. It's not possible. Like with what they charge or vice versa or no I don't think they suit the aesthetic that you want or fair you know um but in terms of me choosing suppliers like I said just then it it really depends on the aesthetic of the wedding if I think um that they're in line with what my client wants and needs I'll go for them yeah that's a good way to answer it yeah um do you know how many events you've planned do you count them I don't count them, no, but... Um, if you had to guess, how many were I would probably before? say... In the last five years. I would probably say around 80. Far out. Yeah. That's a lot. I would say. Um, so what's that? About 20 a year? Yeah. That's a lot. A bit more. So quite a lot when I think about it. It feels like I haven't done that much, but yeah, it's probably been about that. Yeah, that's intense. Mm. And you're only 24. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I forget. I forget sometimes. (laughs) I love how um, young and successful everyone is nowadays. Like, I feel like when I was a bit younger, well, I'm only 26, but Mm. when I was a bit younger, there weren't many people who were, like, young in any sort of industry, like, putting themselves out there, entrepreneurs, none of that, business owners, not many. I think, like, social media and technology has a big part in that definitely definitely you're exposed to so much more knowledge and education and everything I definitely and I don't know if you've you've probably experienced this I definitely felt like insecure about my age like I would have clients and other suppliers say to me oh really are you that young like what am I not good enough because I'm 20, 21, 22, 23, now 24. Yeah, for sure. I think when I was younger, yeah. yes. When yeah. I was like 21 and doing yeah. bridal, yeah. Mm. I did experience that. Mm. But I feel like now in the last three years, no. Yeah. But that's only because there's like, for example, Lara, my staff. Mm. She's doing weddings. She's a bridal makeup artist yeah. and she's 19. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Like, I wasn't 19 when I was doing bridal, that's for sure. Like, you, I, I understand, like, in terms of you're always going to be learning something new. Like, someone at my age compared to someone 10 years older than me obviously has much more experience. So, I understand. But at the same time, I think, yeah, it, it definitely uh, made, like, I felt bad. I felt bad when you know people what, would say though, that. Sometimes experience doesn't mean as much as you yeah. think it means. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I just... I actually think sometimes it's quite the opposite. I think the longer you're in an industry and the longer you've been doing something, mm. the more the passion starts to fade almost. Yeah. 
no shame to anyone, but that's my theory. Like, I just think that when you're younger and you're more passionate and you have more energy Energy. and it's something new and exciting Mm. and you've just got lots of, yeah, you've just got lots of passion. So I just think that, yeah, I don't know. I just think the younger ones have it in the bag now. I think they're just killing it. Yeah, I'm excited to see the new... And I was speaking about this with someone, I can't remember who the other day, we're looking forward to seeing the new generation in the industry, which I think will be really interesting because like I said, with technology and social media, I think there's just a a lot more, um, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, I know know what you mean. I feel like the listeners will know what you mean. Yeah. For sure. It's weird to think that we're the newbies in the industry now. Yeah. It's definitely weird to think, but yeah. But but when you also think about it, I feel like in Australia or Sydney, the the wedding industry has evolved so much. Like even since I started that blog, what eight years ago or something now, um, it's changed so so much. Especially in the last five years, I would say. Like my first wedding, the supplies available then, the products available then compared to now is insane there's like so much more yeah variety yeah yeah it's very competitive now it is i didn't even know that this was an industry mm. eight years ago or however long i've been doing makeup for 10 years so mm. when i was 16 i didn't even know this was a thing i didn't think that i actually didn't go into this industry thinking i'm gonna be a bridal makeup yes. artist i went in thinking i love makeup and yes. i just want to learn how to do how makeup to do it. yeah just like maybe some of the other younger girls yeah. now, they're like, no, I That's think right. I want to be a doctor actually, but I love makeup. Yeah. That was, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but that was me. I was yeah. like, no, I'll do something else, but I just want to do makeup. Yeah. And my parents being old wogs, like they were like, no, you, you don't want to do makeup. Um, love. Like, yeah, no, there's yeah. no, you're not going to make money. Like you've got to yeah. go to uni. And I didn't go to uni, but I worked yeah. at the uni and I worked full time, like how you were doing. And yeah. It just got like I just got better and better and I saw more opportunities and mm. it got to the point where I literally moved to Sydney for this for this line of work. Yeah. And then once I got to Sydney, that really exposed me to what all the opportunities yes. that are available yeah. for this one particular yeah. job and industry. Like it's crazy. I know. I can I can relate. My grandmother was the same, like what, what do you mean weddings? What? What do you do? Because she's that's very embarrassing. Yeah. She's like, what do you do? I don't understand. I'm like, don't worry, Baba. Just like, I'll show you photos. It's so... Yeah. Even now, my grandmother... I yeah. own a fucking business. My yeah. grandmother doesn't understand it. She's yeah. like, you're good. You'll get clients. If yeah. I come home... But this woman, if I come home now, 9 o'clock, she'll be like, oh, not very busy today. Yeah. Because usually I'm home at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm not very yeah. busy today. Huh? Yeah. No, that's why you don't do makeup. Mm. I'm like, no. They're funny. You don't get it. Yeah. My grandmother was the same. She's like, why you not go to university? She's like, <laughs> upset. I'm like, Baba, like, I don't, like, I got in. I got into uni. But and I deferred not, for one year. it's not for you, it's not for but, you. But, yeah, it wasn't, it personally wasn't for me. Um, so what happened? You deferred for you, you were going to So I actually it? deferred six months. And I was working at, like, the local Maccas to here, which everyone who knows me knows where I worked. Where? Which one? I worked at South Hurstville Maccas. So, I was, like, always peeking with people I knew. From the area. And they, like, I wouldn't say they forced me because they didn't. But they're, like, okay, 
the minute you turn 18, we're sending you to Macca's headquarters in um, Pimble. Where is it? Pimble? Somewhere near there. Where's Pimble? Like Hornsby. Oh, okay. Um, we're sending you there and you're becoming a manager. So literally, like the week after <laughs> I turned 18, I went into this manager's course. No thanks. Which, I, it was so good. Like, was it? Macca's is the best at training. I'm so, my kids actually, will work at Macca's, I actually, swear. Actually, no, touche. Yeah. You are right. Everyone yeah. says that. They are. They're amazing. So... I was a manager for six months, but everyone just like took the piss out of me. Like, yeah, because I was young, so they were just doing whatever on shift. But anyways, um, I forgot why. Oh yeah, so I deferred six months. I thought, let me just save money because. What were you doing at uni? I was going to do. I can't even remember what I got into. (laughs) It was at Notre Dame, and it was for marketing and PR. I think. (laughs) Don't know. Um, Yeah, like. It's just what I got into. And I was proud of myself that I got into it. Um, I deferred six months because I thought, oh, let me just work, save money. Because it's just like me, my mom and my brother, you know. Um, And then I thought, do I defer another six months? Like, do I really, like, no offense to anyone, do I really want to have like a, I don't know how much uni costs, 40, 50, $60,000 debt when I can't afford that. I get heck, I get it. It's cakes and whatever. can't afford it. It's like... If you add kind of affording it to not even sure if it's what you yes. want to do. It's yeah. Like, but that's that's what made me think about it though. Like, do I really want to have this debt going into my life when I can save money instead and just work? Because I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. Like, well, I knew I wanted to do weddings, but I just didn't know how to get there see, yet. Just, you, you can't even remember what you studied. Obviously, that's what I mean. Not- like, yeah, yeah. And I just thought, you know what? I can't picture myself studying for four years like I actually can't picture it a lot of people are yeah. like that 100% Lara's in a similar boat she's 19 now yeah. she finished school and she went to uni like her parents told her she has to like mm. every one parent tells them mm. they have to that's just the next step you got to go to uni and then when I opened up this salon I offered her a job and she was doing part-time uni part-time here and as we picked up and as we moved into the yeah. salon her work picked up, her bridal picked up, she was she was exhausted. She was like, yeah. I can't do both. And she's like, I'm making such good money here, I'm loving it here, like maybe makeup is what I want to yeah. do. So she deferred for a year and now she's trying to decide if she wants to go back. And it's like, do what your heart tells you to yes. do. Like if you don't if you don't even understand why you're studying something, then maybe you shouldn't be studying it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you don't even know what you're going to do with that degree... That's right. Then what the fuck are you doing it for? I always... I do always now, though, say if I could go back, I would have applied for another course and probably done it. If I had the opportunity and I had the means to. One that's going to... Yeah. That you're going to use. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know. It, it was it was it was a tough decision, but it got me here. So we went on a complete tangent. Yeah. I don't even remember what I asked you. What did I ask you? I think you? you asked something about how many events have you planned? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we went way off topic there, yeah. but I love that. Um, okay, so I wanted to ask you, how many events have you worked on? for the same day because I remember there was a time where I was doing your eyebrows and yes. we were both was on having a panic attack yeah. yeah I was doing the makeup for um Jess and you yes. were doing her wedding yeah and we were talking about Jess's wedding and you were so stressed out that week I know. because 
it was like the last week that all the massos could get married yes because of the lens star yeah yep. lens so you know you can't get you can't go to a church and get married after a certain yep. point so that was For the last weekend days. yeah, yeah. Um, and there were like literally that many Maso events that weekend. Yeah. And I think you had, how many did you have? Like three? I had four events. Four, Jesus. So that week was probably the most stressful week of my life. I had four events, which I'll get get into in a second. But then my mother decided to throw on me to the house (laughs) because we rent. And I was like, you know swearing obviously because <laughs> i was so stressed i'm like how can you do this to me how could you not run this past me uh, this is like the busiest week ever and now you want to move house like i had no <laughs> of all the weeks of all the weeks i was going to strangle her like anyways we got through like we moved house somehow don't know but we did um did you even sleep that weekend uh, I felt like a truck and a bus and a train had like run over me, honestly. That's how I felt inside. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, as I was going to say, yeah, so I had uh, my hairdresser, Jess's wedding. Jay-Z hair, just a quick plug to her. Um, Shout out, Jess. Yeah, shout out, Jess. better be listening, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so we had Jess's wedding. Mon did the makeup. I was her stylist. So that was on the Saturday. Then the following day, not only did I plan and style another wedding, but I was also bridesmaid um, for one of my best friends, Browse by Nat, Natalie. Another plug. Another plug. Um, So there was also that. And then I had gotten an inquiry for a christening on the Sunday as well. And I was speaking to my client, and like when she first engaged with me, I'm like, oh, where is it? She's like, oh at La Montage in the Marquee Room. I'm like, okay. And at this point, I hadn't told her I had another event yet. And I said, oh, what time is it? She said, four o'clock. And I thought, perfect. Like, it's an afternoon event. I can get my girls, my staff members, and my mum to set it up because... So you have staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got casual staff that assist me on, like, event days. But it's just me otherwise, Mm full-time. So... I thought, okay, perfect, like, that works out well. It's in the same venue, so it was very convenient. My staff could literally run up and down the stairs, you know? Literally two birds, one stone Yeah. Then a really good friend of mine, um, Gabby, reached out to me. It was her son's christening that day as well. (laughs) And I had done her bridal shower, and I've known her for, like, over 10 years, and... How can you say no? I was like, how can I say no to her? And I was like, okay, what time is it? And she's like... It's in Brighton and it starts at 12. And I thought, okay, my, that's it. My mom's just not going to like come to the church. She just won't see me and, and that and all that. That's fine. Um, I thought, okay, mum can set up uh, the christening at 12, which she did, which was fine. Um, and then she rushed to La Montage and she set up the other christening, which was all good. And then she helped everyone else do the wedding. So it went so smoothly the whole weekend. Um, obviously there's always little hiccups, which is normal, but yeah, I got through it. Yeah. And the week before was actually the week I resigned from my job and it worked out so well that oh my God. The, the boss, yeah. Anyways, the Your boss, ex-boss, my yeah. ex-boss, he was like, well, you can just go. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I don't know if I'm upset, but he's like telling me to leave now, which obviously he was paying me out. Oh, so you were trying to get like give your two week notice? Yeah, I was giving my notice, and yeah. he's like, well, you he you can just go now, and I'm like, 
so I'm, I'm kind of happy like because you're paying me <laughs> you to sure? leave but I'm like kind of hurt at the same time like are, are you sh- like are you oh, serious you like but hurt that you're leaving yeah We've it wasn't good but anyways it worked out so perfectly oh well it worked out how it was supposed to amen to that well mm. cheers to that one doll yeah so but I try to that was a or definitely one off I don't think I'll do that to myself again for events one weekend <laughs> yeah don't think I'll do do that to myself again. I try to keep it like maximum two a day, but even that, like if it's a wedding, I try to just do one wedding on one small event. There has been um, times where there is two weddings on on the same day, and it's definitely doable. Like it's yeah, it's definitely doable, but I would prefer not not to. I feel like it's so hard because when you're starting out and you are so, especially when you've just yeah. left a job, you're like, how do you say no? Like yeah. you don't want to say no to work. It's yeah, work. It's you're work. grateful. Yeah. But then it's like, you can't take on too much because you take on too much. It, you're not giving you a hundred percent. Exactly. And you can say it. Exactly. Yeah. One thing I hate in the industry in like, with anyone like hair and makeup just as an example my pet hate in the mornings is when the makeup artist or the hairdresser rushes out like smashes them out and then it's like yeah anyway i gotta fuck off to another bridal party like gotta go bye like no touch-ups no love no like fluff over the girls take the photos like the whole experience of being a bride and being a bridal makeup artist is like staying doing the touch-ups taking the photos helping the girls if they need if Mm. they need help like just being there on the day and in the morning you're such a big part of the bride's day and i think that just giving that extra love and care in the morning is why we charge more first of all and second of all it's the whole point of a a, why a bridal is different and more special and you want to put more effort in with you saying that i hope obviously from a wedding planner point of view that makeup artists and hairdressers realize that because it doesn't go unnoticed for sure i completely agree yeah i had a bride earlier this year she had her hair done by a particular hairdresser um they had already left by the time i got there and when i got there she's like i hate my hair like she literally and came. She, she, didn't she have came a at, to she say came at seven o'clock. She brought like four people. She rushed in and she left. And I was like, that. Yeah, and I was like, that is not okay. That's not and okay. Her her bridesmaid was fixing the hair, That's like for the up. bridesmaids and the bride. That's like that is up, not mate. okay. Like you're. It's not like she paid less or anything. You know, she paid. She paid uh, – everyone has different rates, but it's not like she paid significantly less than she would to another hairdresser, you know? I'm sorry, but everyone knows as mm. soon as you say – this is the thing. As soon as you say bride, it's like cha-ching, it's instantly almost doubled, if not doubled, tripled, whatever people's prices, mm. however they go. Everyone's prices are different. Yeah. But you need to – it needs to be for a reason. Yeah. Like if you're going to charge them that price and go and spend less time than you would on someone who's coming to you in store, mm. then that's really saying something like that's not okay. Yeah. Like people always you need to live up to yeah. the price. Yeah. I think any supplier, hair, makeup, wedding oh, it's planner, just whatever. It's easy for me to use hair and that's makeup. That's right. Because yeah. that's what I see every yeah. week. But yeah. 
It's about the experience. Yeah, it's the same thing with anyone. With yeah. wedding cars, with florists, with yeah. anyone. You People know. are always going to remember the experience. A hundred percent. I always say with servicing, particularly like makeup, mm. let's use that as an example. When people get a service done with someone, everyone's talented who's in the industry. If you're if you're in this industry and you're doing well, you're obviously talented. Mm-hmm. Everyone's talented. There are so many people who are talented. But what I feel like people lack is customer service. <sighs> Amen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you it's wouldn't believe. Just so sad. Yeah, you would not believe. I don't believe. Hear I actually don't hear any more people say, I hated my makeup, I hated my hair. Like, it's very rare. It's very rare for people to say that now. Like, I feel like moving forward, like, in this industry, the girls are just so much more talented. Yeah. So on the ball with, like, their Mm -hmm. talent. But what I hear more often is, loved my hair, but she was a dry bitch. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) That's what I hear. Yeah. And I hate that. I never want to be that. That actually scares me, frightens me. I go out of my way to try and be extra bubbly so that I don't ever hear that about anything to do with my business. Yeah. That's the worst. And you know what's so funny? A makeup artist did my makeup a few weeks ago. She said the exact same thing. She had received feedback from a client about another makeup artist and that made her click like, I hope no one says that about me going to someone else so she goes out of her way to consciously make an effort try if someone's a returning customer try and remember oh hey how was that party i did you make up for or, it's a you know it's really important yeah really, really and important. i think that if you're even acknowledging something like that you're mm. doing the right thing yeah. i think you you've got it anyway yeah you know you are you are doing well but it's the people that literally just don't give a fuck that just care about the end result, the photo that they're going to post on Instagram and whatever. Fuck, about. They don't even stay for yeah. that. They don't even stay to get it. What are you going to wait for the photographer's photo? No, yeah. man, I want to take my own photo. I'm all about service. And my boyfriend hates this about me, but especially like at restaurants. Like I, I think working at Mac has helped because the as much as you ha- like hate it sometimes, the customer is always right and needs to leave with a smile on their face. When it comes to restaurants, I'm constantly calling the waiter. I'm like, if my food was terrible, I will let them know. If the food is late, I will let them know. But that's how you're going to get better. No, I know. And I am on board with you with that. And I actually am like that. With service, you need to have a good service. And if we go to even a dress shop and I'm literally having to look for someone to come serve me, I'm turned off. I just want to turn around and walk out the door. But... The whole the customer is always right. I'm sorry, but recently I'm just triggered. Yes, customer you're turned off. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This might be controversial, but sometimes the client's not always Look, right. No, no. And some, but you need to educate them as to why they're not right. Exactly. Yeah. Or or why um, that's not the maybe just the correct answer. Way. You are a customer. Yeah doesn't always give you the entitlement of being right. Yes, yes. That's all I have to say. No. 
No, no, no. I, I totally understand. I, I probably said it wrong before. But no, but I, I do I understand to, where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, I meant it as in you always need to play this, like, not play the sympathy card, but try and understand where the customer's coming Mate, from or your le- client. if it's a legit thing, yeah. it's a legit thing, yeah. that's it. But sometimes yeah. it's just out no, of line. No, I'm, I'm all about service and giving feedback. Like, there was one time I got my makeup done and I've told you this story, I think. Did you? Anyways, I got my makeup done and my best friend had got her makeup done just before me. It was like a place where they had her makeup at the same time. So I was getting my hair done. She had makeup. And I'm watching the makeup artist and she calls me over. I'm like, okay. She still hasn't cleaned the brushes. Oh, no. Oh, no, sorry. My best friend wasn't before me. I was first. There was another lady. I'm thinking, okay, she doesn't clean the brushes still. And I said to her, oh, you're going to, do you want me to wait five minutes so you can spray the brushes? She goes, no, no, it's fine. Oh, I was like, no. oh, okay, here we go. Like, I'm going to freaking break out so bad now. Anyways, she put the makeup on my face. I felt disgusting. Anyways, whatever, I was done. My makeup looked nice, but I felt disgusting. It's all part of the yep. service. Then she calls my best friend. My best friend at the time had a cold sore. <gasps> Don't. And I'm watching. She's getting her makeup done. And then it comes to the time for the lips. And I I said to her, oh, like, you know she has a cold sore, right? Like, you're not going to go and use the same brush that you've just used on me and that you're going to use on someone else on her. Like, it's you. Sh- she should have cleaned. Like, she should have used a whole new set of brushes on her, you know, having a cold sore. They're highly contagious. And it's not even just the yeah. lips. Like, if you are anywhere Me, around yeah. that... It yeah. needs to... First of all, you shouldn't even be doing the makeup. Yeah. But if you are going to, it needs to be yeah. disposable. And it doesn't even need to be... It needs to be disposable. And then what I didn't realise, but she did eyelashes on my best friend and she used the freaking brush out of the tube. Not a disposable brush. The same brush that comes with the mascara. Anyways, she... Oh, she put mascara... Yeah. Like she used the same the wand... wand. That comes with the bottle. That is so fucking and disgusting. I said, so I pulled... So she was working out of a hairdresser. And I knew this... The owner. And I pulled her aside. I said, hey, just to let you know, like, she was great, whatever. But this and this and this. Like, that is not on. It's so unhygienic. Like, just FYI. So you know. She goes, are you serious? I Like, she goes, obviously, I'm so busy doing hair. Like, I don't realize. Thank you for telling me. Because nobody has ever told me this before. I don't know what happened to her, but it's not on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that is fucked up. That is yeah. not on. So I'm glad you said something. Sometimes people do need to. Yeah. Just <laughs> they just need to hear the feedback. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you deserve the feedback. I don't okay. know how we got into that, but anyway. Again, we keep going on in these tangents, yeah. but I love it. This is what this is what you do on a podcast. Yes. So, um, I just asked, oh my God, what did I ask you? How many um, events have ven- you worked on? The vendors or something, suppliers. Oh, well, I mean, you kind of covered the specific vendors that you like yeah. to use. Yeah. Um, have you ever done a destination wedding or event? No, not a wedding. I'm dying to do one. Me too. In Let's my do one. Can someone inquire with us, Dude, please? I want a destination <laughs> wedding. Like, I want my wedding to be destination. I really, like, I'm obsessed with, everyone that knows me knows this, I'm obsessed with Walgum Valley. Where it's, the fuck's that? It's a one and only resort in Walgum Valley. Where's that? It's, like, past the Blue Mountains, about 30 minutes. I love it. 
I want to go there. I'll I'm dying to there. do a wedding there. All right, I'll have my dying wedding there. to do a wedding there. Just need the ring. It's just, yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> it's really if you're listening, <laughs> it's really beautiful. But I have done a destination event due to COVID. It was actually supposed to be in Sydney, um, but my clients were based in Adelaide, so I reorganized it to be in Adelaide. It was a very small christening. I was really thankful to do. I did her bridal shower a few years ago. Um, So I flew to Adelaide for the day, which was so fun. It's so nice there. I was supposed to go to Adelaide next week. I'm so angry. I know, for my birthday. Can't go. They shut their borders. Cancer as well. Yeah. That's how we get along. That is how we get along. Yeah. June cancer babies. Well, I'm not July. I'm July. Early July. So I guess it still counts. Yeah. It still counts. But um, yeah, I really want to do a destination. Um, don't worry i'm telling you now i one thing i will not do is get married in sydney i don't know why it's my dying rule i mm-hmm. won't get married in sydney mark my words okay you heard it here well, first I people for, i look forward to me too hopefully it's and jake's destination wedding everyone look forward to it no one's invited <laughs> just elope yeah what do yeah. you mean <laughs> 20 people are gonna come yeah. have you ever done a 20 person wedding that'll be mine no no i'll be your first um, what's the most unique event that you've ever styled and planned? Has there been a unique one? Or it's just something that's just... I don't know. Not that's a bit hard. So not something that you see <clears throat> all the time on Instagram is could be unique. I like to think that all my events are different to one another. And unique answer. to one, one another. Um, I think if you like scroll through my Insta, they are all pretty different. They are, You know what I love about you and your work? everything is so different yeah you're not that copy and paste style like although yes. it's good to kind of have that look where it's like you see an event and you're like kaylee did that but i think it's better because it's like i don't want to go to someone that's like a copy and paste artist um, i mean look at at the same time it is what the client wants like you know it. they can come to you like i've had clients come to me and say i want this exactly and I'm like, okay, I can't replicate it exactly. We can obviously change it a little bit. And I'm sure other wedding planners, other makeup art, like, like you, it's the same there's always going to be people. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, they're gonna, there's going to be clients and say, I want my makeup like this. And it's like, well, no. But that's 90% yeah. of my yeah. clients. Yeah, yeah. So um, I like to think they're all unique to one another. In terms of my most unique event, I don't know if I have have one the way i would probably answer that is um like i said there's always clients where they know exactly what they want and you make it happen for them and then there's clients that have no idea what they want just and you... then give me creative freedom which yeah do you love that or hate that? i love that okay. i love that yeah sometimes it's good but then sometimes they think they want to give yes. you creative freedom and then, and then you they, go for it and they're like, actually, yes. yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. you would do something more like this. It's yeah. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. And you thought you didn't know what you wanted. Yeah. But yeah, that's probably how I would answer that. The one, Probably my events where I've had a little bit more creative freedom. Um, would be more. Yeah. Like I just, they're always kind of at the forefront of my mind. You know what I mean? Um but I love each and every event I do for different reasons. And yeah, I think they're all 
different to one another. Mate, you're killing it with your answers. I love it. Thanks. Um, what is your secret to staying calm, under pressure, and dealing with day to day, not disasters, but I guess mishaps and hiccups, and you know how it is with weddings. I've had someone tell me that I look so calm on the outside, but inside I'm just a hot mess. In term, in terms of so dealing they, with pressure, right? So they can't tell. <laughs> can't that. tell, but inside, good, good poker face. Yeah, um, I think the secret is something is always going to happen. It's inevitable. You could have fifty wedding planners, fifty stylists, fifty coordinators on the day. Something's still gonna go wrong, mate. If you've got fifty coordinators, something's definitely going like wrong. Some, but, they are not communicating yeah, yeah. at one point. Like something is always going to go wrong and i think you just need to ex- like if something was to happen just you- accept it and move on and yeah. enjoy your day That's, you know what yeah. i always say to my brides when things like something silly like this and this always always triggers my brides it's like literally 80 percent of my brides are triggered by this certain thing i'll be there in the morning it'll be about maybe eight nine o'clock and the flowers will arrive the bouquets and it's either a make or break, right? <laughs> they're either great or they're either they fucked. Hate them, yeah. And they'll arrive and I'll almost be like, and it's always when I'm doing the bride and I'm like, fuck, the flowers are here, shit. <laughs> Once I had a, a guy recording, the photographer was there, he was recording her and he's like, oh, your flowers are here. And he's all excited. I'm like, oh, To get her reaction. Yeah, yeah. He's like, okay. What I'm... was her reaction? <laughs> Wait. He's like, okay, I'm going to get to your reaction. <laughs> I don't know why I'm speaking in an accent. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to get your reaction. So look excited. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> Sorry. I just assumed it was that no, I know. The accent was unnecessary. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, so she's like, she looks to the good, the bridesmaid brings it like a fucking, like a cake. She's holding it there. Like the bracet. Yeah. <laughs> and the bride looks over and she's like, but she's got a smile on her face waiting for them. And then the flowers get there and she's like, <laughs> she changed her face. I wish you could see my face right now. And the, the photographer's like, happy sales, happy, she's happy. She goes, what the fuck are they? Like oh, a devil. No. She's like, what the fuck are they? And he's like, happy, happy. <laughs> I'm oh screaming. God. I'm like, oh, fuck me. This is funny. Like, I, it's standard. Standard fucking. Oh. I'm telling you, 80% of the time, they hate the fucking flowers. I don't know what it is. Florists, I'm not sure what's going on, but... That's you because they need a stylist to communicate exactly what is needed. Sometimes <laughs> I think, you know what, most of the time I think it's not the florist's fault. I think when you're showing a photo, it's so deceiving. It's the same with makeup. Yeah. It's so deceiving. Like people are like, I want natural glam. And then they show me the fucking most hectic makeup <laughs> like, I've ever seen yeah, in my life. Yeah, cake Like fucking eyeliner in the fucking inner waterline like fully like heck, yeah. the most biggest lashes i'm like darling this is like the fullest of the full coverage mm. that there is she's like it doesn't look like that I'm like photos are deceiving you've got to understand that yeah and it i guess it works with with um floral and everything else as well hair definitely like there's there's just certain things that yeah just don't always work in your Go favor plan. yeah and i always say to them you know what? No one 
is gonna it, know. Yes, except you. Except yeah. you. Yeah, that's Nobody's right. Nobody's gonna know that you had in your head that you wanted pink roses that are that are a quarter open. Fuck me, like you know, yeah. those tiny little details. Oh, yeah. And that those stems that were just a little fucking bit too <laughs> long, one too short, too short. Like yeah. nobody's gonna know. Yeah. But you, so just it's get like it out of your talk. head. Nobody's gonna know. <laughs> Nobody's gonna know. Get it out of yeah. your head. No one cares. No one's gonna look at your stems and be like, "That is one centimeter too, too short." short. Doll. Nobody knows. Yeah. No. Nah. And I think yeah, that's that's why I just say to them, just accept it and move on because the next day they're gonna forget about it. Exactly. They don't even care. Exactly. But if it isn't. If it is something that does need rectifying or to be compensated, just take it up the middle of the following week. Don't contact anyone on a Monday. Everyone's tired and grumpy. It's Tuesday and Wednesday. Do you know what else, though? What's so ugly on a bride? And I don't mean, like, literally ugly. I mean, like, when you're a bride, enjoy your fucking morning. Yes. Like, enjoy your day. be in the moment. You're marrying someone you love. Yeah, like, be in what, the moment. Like, you could have a hailing and thundering. I know no bride wants that, but Nobody who cares? Wants that. You're going to walk to your ceremony, to your church, wherever it may be. And you I might have already had your ceremony, but at the end of the day, you're marrying someone you love. That's all that should matter. Yeah. And I just think the morning especially sets the tone yes, of the day. Yes, definitely. Which is why, going back to what I said before, I I walk in that bloody house at 5am full of life. I'm like, good morning, everyone. Because yeah. like... Who wants a makeup artist walking in, like, dead to the Don't world? Don't you find that the father of the brides hate life? Like, no. in the morning? No. I find that so many father of the brides are, like, just, like, when the makeup artist and the hairdresser comes, they're, like, so overwhelmed. They don't know what to do. I they're in like their dressing gown. They're no. in their slippers. It's so funny. Do you know what? No. I feel really? like the father's always so excited to see Aww. us. He's like, hi, girls. And I'm like, That's he, good. And I swear it's not a wedding if the dad doesn't go, is it my time yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. If I had a dollar, a dollar for every time that happened, I'd fucking Anyway, what was I trying to say? I was trying to say... Oh, How okay. to do with stress. No, yeah. yeah. So what, what I was going to say is when the bride goes to... Like if something was to happen with the florals, for example... Yeah. When you go to call that florist in the morning, the bride is is doing this. This happens so many times. And the bride will I call the like florist. I feel like I know where you're going with this. They're going to call the florist and they're frothing at the mouth, yelling at this yeah. florist. The we, day of their wedding. And, and you know what? That florist is not going to put their heart and soul into your reception flowers. Fuck they're no. going to say, she was so rude to me. I'm so upset. I'm getting the flowers and I'm getting out of here. Fuck no. They don't want to be... They don't so, want to be tagged in your event. They don't want to know hence, anything of it. They hence why I said, if it's something you're not happy with, contact them the following week. I know. And I agree with that. And I just think that, like going back to what I said, the morning sets the tone. So if you're spending your morning screaming on the phone to your florist, who's not, it's too late at that point. Yeah. You're leaving in two hours, doll. The, the floral is not going to get fixed. You need to move past that. That's right, yeah. Just accept it. That's it. Look, it happened. People make mistakes. They're human. And that's it. Just hold your flowers. That's <laughs> Walk down the aisle. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Have you noticed that actually off topic, but floral is like slowly dying out the bouquets. Like I find... Really? Yeah, man. I'm finding a lot of people are just not doing big a lot bouquets of my, A lot of my... Yeah, in terms of big bouquets, no. A lot of my grooms aren't doing the flowers anymore, which I kind of like. Because, the group, the flower. yeah, I kind of like because they're just dead and like all the petals are everywhere by 
the church, you know. So I don't know. If you ask me, clean. yeah. If you ask me anything that that isn't tradition, I'm gonna do. <laughs> so no yeah. flowers, fuck them off. I don't know. Anyway, we won't get into that. Yes. Um, we'll discuss it when, when your destination wedding comes. Yeah, I'll talk to you then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How many meetings would you have with your clients? So do you go to them? Do you go to all the relevant, like, it depends on all the vendors? Do yeah. you go to the bride's dress fittings? Like, how does it It work? depends on the service they've... Um, selected. Selected, yeah. So, I... Every planner, stylist works different. Some have a set amount of meetings. Some say like five meetings, five, 10 meetings, 15 meetings. Yep. I'm not like that. I just kind of go with whatever. I do so whatever. So like you can only call them 15 times and after that you're getting charged extra. Some, yep. Some do that. Some say X amount of face-to-face meetings, unlimited emails, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm kind of go like go with the flow. That's better. Yeah. I guess when you're not new, but when you're see when you're yeah. more young like you're more easygoing when you're not like the top of the top you don't yes. have all these policies and rules you can be a little bit more well I think it's more so like oh if I had let's say I did 10 meetings only face to face and three of them I had used on your initial consultation then a styling meeting and then maybe a follow-up on all the quotes what if knock on wood okay COVID happens then I have all these other meetings with all the supplies. All 10 are gone. It's not fair to my client then now to pay for more because of COVID and I had to have more meetings to sort it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I understand and, that. And then sometimes my client might say, oh, hey, do you want to come to my last dress fitting? And I won't have anything that day. I'll be like, yeah, sure, I'll come because I want to be there and experience it with them, you know? Sometimes so it's just nice to be yeah. part of like every little aspect yeah, of the day that's well, that right. you can anyway yeah it's, it's nice. fun and you end up being so close to them yes all my brides that i see before their wedding i end up getting so close yeah. to yeah some of my clients are like really good friends at mm. this point because i don't know we just see each other so often that we get along yeah like jess is a perfect example she started off just being a client yeah now, now jess is on my close friends list you're on my close oh, yeah friends. on instagram Mate, you're on my if, close friends if on you're instagram, you've made it if you're on mons all i'm gonna say is if you're on mons closest friends on her private insta account if you know you know <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say and you know what and you know what I show my boyfriend all your stories and he loves them. So he's on your close friends list too <laughs> without actually being on it. Tell him to follow me. I'll follow <laughs> yeah. him back. Yeah. I love it. But yeah, I think it's really nice to be able to be part of all those different yeah. um, fun moments. And I'm, exci- I'm excited for all my clients. Why wouldn't I want to be yeah. a part of it, you know? So that's kind of, yeah. I guess you would know when it comes to your wedding, eh? How you, yeah. you want to do everything or you don't know? Um... I think I know, but I don't. So if you I don't know. Get engaged tomorrow. Yeah. You'd know who to go to. I think so. Yeah. Everyone has their. Favorites. I think. So. I think so. Not, not like not that they're my favorites, but I obviously have a budget too. You know. Oh. So yeah. it depends on who works within my budget and who can um, execute who's what available. I want. Who, yeah, who's available. And all of that. So, but yeah, there's there's definitely non-negotiable suppliers, and they know who they are. Um, I'm a bit the same. So, yeah. Yeah, love that. Okay, 
I feel like let's wrap it up. One more mm-hmm. question. What is the best way to get in touch with you? Because if anyone's getting married out there and they need a event planner or if you have yeah. an event coming up, you don't even getting married, you have an event coming up. I know COVID's fucking shit and it's ruining oh, everyone's events. I but know. It's turning people I feel off. like everyone's got an event coming up. They so do. If you ever need a planner or a stylist, yes. what is the best way to contact um, you? So Instagram is where you can see all of my work. It's so like it's, a magazine, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's Kaylee Kirk Events and Weddings. Um, and Monal Tat. Do you know that? I was like today years old when I realised Kirk was short for Kirkoska, is it? Well, it's, it is my... Kirk is my last name. Like, it, it's actually my last name. But... Yeah, like my family's name is Kukovsky, like Kukovsky. Kukovsky. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so funny. Really? Yeah, no. Did I... you just re- like think it or like why did you? Someone told me. I can't oh. remember who told me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Kukovsky is like but my Kirk family's. But Kirk is now like legal. That's, that's my name. Yeah, Kaylee Kirk. Um, Love it. So Instagram's where you can see my work and then best way to contact me is email so my email's on my insta i've also got a website where you can i'll also link it do like an online online little form and that's yeah that's the easiest way to get in touch perfect i will link her insta and her website and everything below yeah um but i think yeah we're gonna close it up today i think we've had a nice little chat that was so fun see how easy it is no no need to be nervous (laughs) it's a nice and chill environment here um, nothing too structured. Love it. Mm. Um, I haven't got a fun filming with you. I feel like we should do this again soon. Definitely. Thank you so much for joining me today, Kaylee. Thank you. And we are going to close it off here. Bye, if you guys. listened all the way through, you bloody rock. See Thank you, guys. You. Bye. Bye.